This is the Z Code Sports Betting Podcast. Are you struggling to find success betting sports? Tired of empty promises and scams handicapping services? Wondering why Vegas sports books become richer and richer and how you could win on sports too? This podcast is what the sports investing industry truly needs an insider look into proven successful strategies. Z Code Podcast is your crash course in sports investing that destroys popular misconceptions and provides invaluable sports prediction analysis tools that you can download for free. We outline insider winning systems from experts that make a living through sports investing and explain how you can do it too. Armed with the best tools in the industry and a proper mindset, sustaining profits is easier than ever before. Welcome to Z-Code Podcast. Hey guys, today I am with Jan, a.k.a. Keith Quist, an NHL commentator in his native Czech Republic, a job that most of us have only dreamed of, and in a very short time, he has become an encyclopedia on every NHL game analysis, a 24-7 hockey expert, and a master of research and statistics. And we are going to be talking about his insights uh, about the Death Valley system and a lot of other cool stuff, I'm sure. It is a real honor having you on the podcast today. And man, I know that this is going to be a pretty awesome show. But let's start like we always do with you telling us a little bit more about yourself for those in the forum and the community that might not know you, where you're from, and uh, how you got into sports investing, of course. Hi, Scott and everybody at, at Z-Code. It's a privilege for me to to be here, and thanks for a great introduction, of course. Well, uh, you said uh, part of it. I, I live in Czech Republic, in Prague, in the capital, and I work as NHL commentator for uh, local TV. It's a job I do for 12 years now. Uh, I can say I have over... 1,100 games live. Many more I see uh, just on TV as a spectator or at the stadium. Actually, I work from Prague, uh, which is sad that I cannot be directly at NHL games in America and uh, and Canada. But uh, I actually did some of the games uh, live uh, right from the stadiums in, in NHL and most notably, if I if I can say the dream come true for me was uh, Stanley Cup Finals in 2001 between Colorado and New Jersey, which my uh, former employer paid me for to do it live from the stadium. So I've been there around uh, until the epic Game 7 with Raymond Bourg getting the Stanley Cup from Captain Joe Sakic after Colorado won it. That was the dream come true for me at age 23. I mean, what can you ask more than, than that when you're, you're an NHL commentator? So I've been very, very lucky and and I'm blessed that uh, this happened to me. And what about sports investing? How did you get involved with that? Well, actually, I've been into that for a lot of years, but uh, it was not sport investing. I was a regular punter. Uh, who lost something, uh, win something, uh, but uh, pretty basically I was still uh, on zero, like it was, it was all equal. And uh, this spring, uh, my cousin who lives in London, uh, he just started talking about uh, 
some stuff he was doing on Betfair, that it was his first step. And then somehow he stumbled upon Z code and it uh, completely changed uh, his way and his approach of, of betting. And I was very interesting because uh, he had only the, the high praise for Z code. So he led me to look into Z code through uh through uh, through his uh, through his um, account for a while and uh, well then I see how great community and great forum it is I had to start it by myself and well that's how I start over the summer I was uh, involved with with MLB basically that was the only sport that was on uh, at the time so I was trying just to soak everything from from the forum from Wolf, from all the great experts, and uh, read all the important stuff on forum. And uh, when the NHL season began uh, in in October, that's when I start to be myself active at the Z code as well. It's when I start to to write and give my insights and and start my little system as well. Okay, so I want to touch real quickly on, in the beginning, the introduction, I mentioned that you have a, the job that most of us, a lot of us would dream about, at least sports fans would, um, and you kind of talked about some of the highlights of that already, and, and being 23, and being able to do some of these awesome things at the expense of your employer, but maybe for us outside of working full-time in, in the sports business or as a commentator, what do you enjoy most about being an NHL commentator or what is different that we might not think about if we've never worked in it? Well, first of all, it gives me freedom because I really do what I like. So I don't take it as a job. Uh, I take it as, a, as my hobby. I would follow NHL even if I do some, some other things. So I'm very lucky that uh, this happened to me because there are only few spots in the world. I mean, there are only a uh, few TV station or radio station that can give you uh, this kind of work, and uh, especially here in my country. And uh, of course, you can you can do uh, check extra liga. But I was always a big fan of NHL, and uh, there's only one. Uh, broadcast right holder in my country and I'm, I'm just lucky that I'm working for for him or for for this company so first of all this job just gives me a freedom to do what I what I want to do the other thing is uh, you are involved in the game and of course uh, I'm a big sport fan and uh, through this job I can be part of the entertainment uh, I am part of the game, even though I'm not on the on the ice, and I don't uh, put any influence on what is happening. I'm putting a descriptions for the people who are watching it at home, and this is just a fantastic. If uh, if you think about it, uh, how uh, how you can create the words, it's a challenge every time you you do uh, an NHL game because you never know what will happen. It's very different from from and an other other things you try to create. For example, when you're writing a book, you have uh, your script in in your head or on a paper. You know what you want to talk, uh, what you want to write about, and then you just take your time and put it on the paper. Here, you don't have time. You 
just have to react very quickly on what is going on on the ice. So no game is similar to another one, which uh, even after all those years I'm involved, uh, it never gets boring because just every time a new stuff is happening, uh, new conclusions uh, are made and... Uh, well, I, I still don't see the end of the tunnel. I still don't feel like uh, this is getting a little bit uh, boring for me or a little bit old. No, I, I just feel like uh, this is this is what I like to do maybe for the rest of my life. That's very, very interesting that you brought out that point about it having to be so creative and uh, spur-of-the-moment creativity at that. Um, very interesting. I, if you don't mind, I'd like to take this a, one step further because I'm really curious kind of about uh, your lifestyle and this type of work, and I'm sure a lot of the fans are as well. Um, if you wouldn't mind, kind of just walk us through one day, like in the life of Jan. I mean, what are your professional duties as a sports journalist and commentator? Well, um uh... Actually, well, when I wake up, of course, I check the games uh, uh, from from last night. I live in the in the Central Europe, so most of the games start at one o'clock, one a.m. my time in the night, and they ends early in the morning. So, uh, actually, all my biological clock are a little bit uh, overturned, uh, even when I don't work at night. Even when I have my off day, I still just can't can't sleep like normal people. So basically, I wake up around twelve o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and uh, after that, I, I check the games from from the last night on NHL.com. Uh, just the highlights, not not all the all the games, but uh, just what happened. And of course, I read the the headlines just to stay myself focused uh, because. There are so many games every day, and so many uh, information is, is is going out. So, and you have to be able to uh, to take inside the real important one and left out uh, the ones that you will not use. So, I'm just trying to uh, stay stay in a game, like have the pulse of the game, just what is happening right now. Uh, then, well, normally over the day I, I also go to work because apart from my commentatory duties, I still uh, have the uh, work at the office, which is all, also uh, NHL-related as I am doing uh, NHL highlights from the last night. So I'm working actually on the, on the games that, that were played, um, putting them uh, on a 10 minutes TV show. And during the time, of course, I just taking more information and I, I, I see actually what would happen on a, on a TV feed. So during that, I'm, I'm still like uh, getting some, some data and information. And uh, when I have a game in the night, uh, I, I print all the important headlines and all the impor- important information from beat reporters, which means, for example, tonight, uh, when we finish, I will prepare myself more thoroughly for Pittsburgh-Tampa Bay game. It's played in about four hours, and uh, I will have to look in- into the local newspapers, which is Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and uh, St. Petersburg uh, Times, 
because the beat reporters they follow the teams uh they they are going to morning practice they write their blogs from what is happening and uh this is very important information for me right before the game i go to nhlmedia.com page uh nhl is doing heck of a job uh for journalists uh in compiling uh, data and and uh providing the all information that you need so i have uh, up to the time statistics for both teams what is going on with the teams in last few days if some milestones is approaching if uh, milestones was hit lately and uh, a lot of uh, very very interesting uh, kind of information that i i cannot see it in in a check extra liga uh, such a service uh, you know uh, nhl is really really very helpful for journalists uh part of this data i have to put it on paper while i'm working uh while i'm commentating because i need a uh, quick access to uh different kind of information so i always have uh, the statistics from this season and from past season for both teams then i have uh one one page with consist of of bios of players which mean date of birth their heights their weight and i'm always marking uh if some player is approaching a birthday or if he's having a birthday in, in uh, the current day which is of course uh, very useful information uh you can tell to the spectators i'm marking the uh heaviest lightest the tallest and the shortest players because you also can use it as as a uh, as information during the commentary then i have like 10 pages open on my laptop pages uh information from salaries from uh twitter feed uh, uh direct access to the uh, rosters because you can click on the rosters and uh you will see all kind of information from from the player's history like his achievement his uh uh statistics from from the season uh more in the past and stuff like that it's it's really useful to have those information on hand because you are really short on time in hockey the the action is happening so quickly you have only three commercial breaks which is 90 seconds and during the time uh, you can uh, find some data but most of the time you have to find the data during the game so that's how i have to be prepared for for every game well, that sounds like a lot of multitasking and yeah, a lot of preparation exactly Um you you always share such a deep analysis of each game and I'm listening to you talk about all these papers that you have in front of you and 10 web pages open and just all this information is flooding in it's kind of overwhelming to even listen to let alone uh participate in it at that speed and live but what parameters are you looking for when it comes to sports investing with all that information coming in I mean what parameters are the most important uh when you're trying to predict and analyze a hockey game well on a highest scale it's of course the games i i have i have seen myself which uh which give me the feel for for the team so for example if there's a game between detroit and toronto this this night and uh i was actually calling the game of detroit red wings uh i can really tell people how i feel about a team because i i saw it and i didn't 
see it only as a as a common spectator but i was i think i was really into the game with all the nuances and and all the stuff and when i listened to the to the american commentators who are at the uh, at the arena they have even more uh, important information for me so the the most important things for me doing sports prediction is uh, my personal feel for the teams uh, the other stuffs are same important it's of course the current schedule for the team if uh, if a team is playing back to back nights there is a possibility that uh, the team might be tired or c- could not uh, play in a in a high action like the other team who is rested or for example if the team is playing third game in fourth nights it's also very big toll on the team especially if the team is on a road trip and is traveling a lot a uh, very important parameter is injuries to key players uh, i'm using uh, the the site called dailyfaceoff.com which has uh, up to time information about uh, who is injured why he is injured and who is going to be in a goal who is going to be the netminders so if uh, the core players are injured for certain games and it can really happen uh, right before the game you can have uh, information 10 minutes before the game for example on on a twitter uh, that certain player tried it in the warm up but finally decided that he will not dress up for the game so if it's sydney cross before pittsburgh then it of course uh, changed the tone of the game one of the things i don't think are that important is the past uh, history between those two teams so for example if uh, if calgary won nine games in arizona over last four years it doesn't mean that uh, the trend will continue because the teams are changing and every game has uh, a different parameters and different circumstances so it has some some meaning uh, for me as, uh, for example if if the playoff was involved uh, then i see some kind of like revenge factor uh, that the team that that lost in in a playoff series and was eliminated uh, is trying to 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 revenge this this uh, humiliation and will do everything they can to to beat the, the other team uh, so this kind of history i i take in account but uh, the one i mentioned before like that one team have won nine consecutive uh, games uh, over another i don't think it's uh, it has that much uh, influence on the game and because the teams are are changing that's that's the point the the teams are changing and every game uh, has a has a different input because uh, you have hot teams you have cold teams and it was uh, different in, in each uh, instance sure well you follow the draft the ufa signings the rookie camps preseason camps How are you transferring that information uh, into your system and into your selections? It just uh, helps me to 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 keep updated. Actually, while I'm I'm doing sports prediction, the UFA signings and 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 uh, draft, it's actually not that important. But it helps you to to have the general feelings of the team. For example. You have a, a, a player that was drafted, 
and you know how talented he is, but uh, he's a, he's a first-year rookie, and if the team has uh, those talented players uh, on the roster, they have more than more than few. They are still rookies, so it will have influence on on the on on outcome. But it's just like a like a part of uh, of the general feeling uh, I get when I'm following all these uh, off seasons uh, activity. Sure. All right. So let's get into the uh, system that you brought into Zcode or developed there. Uh, it's called Death Valley. It's a very clever system, and you. Brought that into Z-Code, kind of new there. So what you talk about that for a minute, just tell us how did you develop it and maybe explain to us how it works. Well, uh, I'm, I'm happy that the system is working. It's, it's a very, very small system. And I, I just tr- uh, try to be to be humble at, at the beginning because I'm still a newbie on, on a Z-Code and there are so many other great systems and great experts out there. So I, I pick up this system without any backtesting or without going to C Lab and stuff like that. This is this is what I'm learning uh, just on the run. Uh, all those uh, tools that Z Code is providing, but the system was uh, was created without using all of that, and it was just like a pure observation that it might work. Actually, uh, the system is is based. Uh, on the premise that no team from Eastern Conference traveling to California to play three top teams, which is Anaheim, Los Angeles, and San Jose, no team will beat all three of them. So ABC system is uh, very good to apply on this. Usually the team from East are playing those three teams in four or five days. So it's consecutive games. And, uh, well, last season, no team, and it's 16 teams on a Eastern Conference, no team from East uh, went through that valley without, uh, uh, without at least one loss. Nobody won uh, over all three teams. Those three teams are really at the top. They are already at the top of the, of the standings. Uh, Anaheim is just humming and, and Los Angeles it's Stanley Cup uh, champions from from uh, this summer San Jose is one of the allied teams for for many many years so it's a it's a bit of a task for all eastern teams to play these three in the row and win all three of them when I was uh, thinking about about it uh, more you have to take an account uh, time difference and sometimes a difference in climate in winter, uh, when you are in Boston or where, when you are in Montreal, and you have uh, sub uh, sub zero temperatures, and then you travel to to a warm California, it just take a toll on your body. Just uh, imagine what it do to you when you uh, uh, travel in winter to some exotic destination on your holiday, and then you come back. Your body just don't take it very well. So, if I take all those things in together. And uh, one more thing is, is routine of, of the players. Uh, the routine of the players is uh, they like to have a little nap after they have a morning skate. They go for lunch and then they sleep for a few hours and then they go to arena to practice before the game starts. 
But if you have this three-hour time change, uh, everything is changing, including your routine. So all those things, when you uh, take into account, it's just very, very demanding on the teams from uh, uh, Eastern Conference to, to play and win against Los Angeles, Anaheim, and San Jose. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about the power of momentum, especially in the postseason. Well, momentum is uh, is very powerful thing, and especially in postseason because it can it can end a certain series very quickly. Usually in the season, uh, you see teams that are on a momentum and they are winning like eight, nine, ten games in a row. For example, Chicago Blackhawks, they are using a huge momentum right now. They are playing very well, but in the playoffs, uh, the series are short. Actually, they. Uh, they can be over in one week or two weeks maximum. So if you gain a momentum of over your opponent uh, in the playoffs, it's very powerful because uh, you can, in two games, uh, the series can be over. We have seen it uh, in a series between Pittsburgh and uh, New York Rangers when uh, Rangers uh, went down uh, one to three and still they won the series uh, because they won game five, uh, six and seven. It was the death of uh, Martin St. Louis Mother, actually, sadly, that, uh, that, that helped the Rangers to, to embrace uh, one of their players. They, they, were, they were dead after four games. Uh, it, it looks, it, it looks it's going to be a short series. But uh, then, like, Deus Ex Machina worked here, and this personal tragedy actually helped one team to turn the series over, so... Momentum, if you ride it, if you ride it in a playoffs, it can be very deadly. Okay. And, you know, we know that you are an expert in the NHL, of course, but earlier I heard you mention Extraliga. Do you think you will be developing a system or coming out with picks for Extraliga or other European leagues at all? Well, uh, not for now, Scott, because uh, there's just no, no time for that. Um, I'm concentrating fully, fully on NHL, but but I, I see there is a gap for for extra liga, and there are so many good uh, NHL systems that are working. So uh, maybe in future, uh, if uh, that Valley system will end, or there, uh, those three Californian teams are not going to be that good anymore, uh, I will try to find another way how to contribute to Z Code family. And uh, I will I will uh, turn my concentration on extra liga, but for this season, um, no, sorry, sorry, guys, I have to. <laughs> okay, sorry. no extra liga. Um, now the 2015 Men's World Ice Hockey Championships is a pretty big event. Um, we know you've got media access, so you'll probably have some great info. Uh, surrounding that, can we expect some picks or insights during that tournament? Well, again, I have to disappoint you because um, as I'm involved with NHL and the NHL season is still underway uh, when World Championship is, is happening, I'm still concentrating on NHL. So I, I cannot even, uh, I can watch the games on TV, of course, but my TV station is not the broadcast right holder so i can get uh, the access into the arena as a with the journalist credentials but uh, i will not get access uh, 
for example, between the benches. Uh, I will not get access uh, uh, to, the, to the locker room. So still, uh, same same thing like with Extraliga. Uh, I'm, I'm working uh, during the World Hockey Championship and I just have to I just have to work uh, on NHL at the time. Well, that's fine. We don't want to spread you too thin. We want to have you uh, on point as our NHL expert this season. So, <laughs> um, why don't you go ahead uh, talking about that and share your predictions uh, for this NHL season, if you wouldn't mind? Well, this season uh, actually is going uh, with my my uh, initial prediction it's, it's going along right, uh, right now I I thought that Nashville Predators will be the team to watch I thought that this is going to be the underdog of the season and we will get uh, so many great odds on, on Nashville well they are playing so well that the, the odds sometimes are ridiculous right now but they are very good and they are they are trying to to be uh, among the elite teams in Western Conference, it, it's really, really VIP club right now because you have Chicago, you have Anaheim, you have Los Angeles, St. Louis, San Jose, and now Nashville want to join that club. There's Minnesota, actually. This is also a team to watch. On the East, uh, I, I was thinking that Tampa is going to be uh, this season's story, and so far they are doing that. Pittsburgh is at the top, and they will be team over 105 points, maybe 110. I think Boston Bruins will will be, uh, again, a very dangerous team. I think Washington Capitals is going to get better. I think New York Islanders are cool off a little bit, but they will still make the playoffs, but maybe on the wild card, but they will not be at the top of, the, of their division uh, as they are right now. And I still see improvement in Dallas Stars. It's uh, a little bit of tragedy over there in Dallas. They're allowing a lot of goals. Their goaltending is very subpar, but uh, the goalie, Kari Lehtonen, is, is, is better than his, his current play. And I, I just still see Dallas to to fight for a playoff spot. So, And maybe uh, I will say Calgary, which is an early season surprise again, I think they will cool off as well because, well, the personnel on the team, they are not experienced players and, and, and they are not players in a top shape, I think. The, the core is very young and it's it's very demanding to play 82 games over season. Uh, you have to uh, have good conditioning and and spend a lot of time in a gym. And, well, the, 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 the athlete's body is, is like peaking at a certain time during their careers. And I don't think that Calgary players, like conditioning-wise, are, are still there. So I'm still predicting that Calgary will cool off a little bit and they will be also a bubble team. All right, Jan. Well, listen, one of the kind of angles that you're bringing to this interview that some of the other guys uh, did not bring because they've been around Z-Code for a while. So being that you're so relatively new to Z-Code, you can relate to the guys who are listening to this show who might be new to Z-Code. So for the new guys out there who are approaching this, do you have any final words of advice or any tips for them? My advice is uh, listen to the more experienced guys because, well, that was what I was doing and it, it paid off for me. 
I also did uh, a newcomer's mistakes, which is uh, jumping from one uh, system to another. Uh, read all the stuff you can, just like soak everything you can, because this is more. This is something different than your uh, traditional betting that uh, you've been doing probably so far. Uh, bank management uh, made by guys uh, or explained by guys like like Trey, Jake, and many others is so so important because uh, you can get into really awkward situation if you don't have a proper bank management. You will be uh, forced to to stop the system you're betting on if it's not going really well, but the, the guys who are creating those systems, they are they know what they are doing, and the automated system, it's well, it's such a such a such a gold mine. Actually, if you if you look at it uh, long term, uh, Zcode is is a great place to be. I mean, everybody who join it uh, must feel it as well. Zcode is is like a family because. Uh, uh, everybody's treating uh, everybody like a family member and what I love about this place is it's so positive everybody is happy because everybody is winning somehow and uh, well sometimes you can relate to those negative feelings that you can have from let's say from work from family and even maybe from uh, from your friends but uh, on Zcode uh, you just don't get it you you go over there to relax and just share the happiness with with other people, which is um, like a, like a new different world. And uh, I'm so so grateful that I found this place, and I hope that everybody uh, who joined the Zico will feel the same like me. Well, Jan, I think I speak on behalf of the Zico community when I say that we are very happy and we are very excited to have you and really are grateful and appreciative of all the information that you bring to us and grateful and appreciative for your time today and coming on this show. All right. That was a pleasure for me too, Scott, talking to you and, and uh, talk about my work and about, about Z-Code. And, well, hope we all have a great new year, 2015. It's, it's coming. Yeah, very fastly. Thank you. And you too, Jan. Thank you for listening to our Z-Code Sports Betting Podcast, where insider systems, secrets, and tools are revealed to help you win on sports betting. If you have a comment or question, make sure to visit us at www.zcodesystem.com. Download our free sports prediction tools and join our VIP club to follow winning systems from people who make a living betting sports professionally. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. See you next time.